Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Let me tell you how I feel having watched a Navy SEAL and an admiral facing a piece of trash from a low-life law school from Brooklyn, Adam Schiff. I'm at a boiling point. I'm ready to break. I'm ready to become crazy. Do you know why? This entire nation has been turned upside down by these communists, these Soviets, these fascists, Pelosi, Schiff, the bunch of them. Why am I saying that? Our entire nation is built upon a few, upon a few tenets. One of them is every citizen, every citizen, is innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Every citizen accused of a crime is entitled to a trial. Every citizen is entitled to question the accuser. All of this was destroyed by Feinstein, the illegitimate piece of garbage from Pacific Heights. Has she been investigated? What if I accuse her of steering contracts to her husband? What if I accuse Pelosi of steering contracts to her husband and becoming a multimillionaire in office? You'd say that's unfair. There's no trial. There's no evidence. I rest my case. We now see what an illegitimate government is. Pelosi is the illegitimate speaker of the House. She has shredded our republic. She has destroyed our constitution. And while you Democrat liberals may be laughing now saying this is great, Trump got what he deserves... You better hold back because what was done to him could be done to you. Do you realize that in a court of law you are uh, entitled to a trial? Of course you know that, right? Because most of you are lawyers. You're also entitled to face your accuser, aren't you? Well, that went out the window when Feinstein held her little Soviet hearings on Kavanaugh. Remember that one? Remember what happened to our jurisprudence system under Feinstein, another great liberal? 
clean as the driven snow, Diane Feinstein from Pacific Heights? Have you seen what Pelosi has done to jurisprudence in America today? It puts all of us at great risk, Democrat, Republican alike. It now means that anyone can be accused of anything at any time without witnesses, hearsay evidence, and be destroyed through hearsay evidence. And this goes to all of you Democrat men out there who think that you're in a good state right now. You're not in a good place. You're in a worse place than you've ever been in your life. You've gone to a far worse place than you have ever been because of your support for these Soviet women who have destroyed jurisprudence in America. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I saw all of this coming. I saw it coming in a book I wrote entitled Stop Mass Hysteria. And I'm going to read you the opening to Stop Mass Hysteria because some books are worth reading months after they've, uh, let's say, passed their shelf life. Some books last for longer than a season. And mine opens as follows. And tell me if you think these words are true or false. We've reached a new mass hysteria inflection point. Hatred is in the air. We're living in an age of hate in which mental pollution is worse than air pollution. The most accessible and comprehensive of all unifying agents, hatred is spreading like a virus into all too willing hosts. It unifies knee-jerk liberals, no matter what their other differences. Hatred of conservatives, Trump and his voters, is just one of many cases of mass hysteria infecting American society today. But it is likely the most destructive. Now, there's more in the book that's worth looking at. And I think that you can fill in the blanks yourself. I opened the show with a soundbite of my own that I recorded hours before the show because I was infuriated. I was boiling. As I watched that lowlife weakling Schiff putting the Navy SEAL hero uh, through what he put him through, I was getting crazier, angrier by the second. It killed me watching the war hero, Navy SEAL Admiral McGuire, being humiliated and tormented by Soviet Schiff and the degenerate Dems. I was boiling from it. And I said to uh, Jim and I said to Robert, I better record what I feel right now because I can't be the only one feeling this. And if I'm feeling it and I have an outlet with radio, what are the other men in America who are feeling and have no outlet feeling? Where are they going to go with their rage? Where are they going to go with their anger today? We have to send it to the level of the Soviet Union under Pelosi and Feinstein and Schiff. Did you watch the war hero Navy SEAL, Admiral McGuire? Did you know he was a Navy SEAL and a war hero? Did you know anything about him? Maybe you didn't because the vermin in the media who aren't fit to wipe the garbage off the bottom of his shoes made sure you didn't know who he was. A career naval special warfare officer a Navy SEAL, was an admiral. By the way, he's from Brooklyn, New York, interestingly enough. Received higher degrees, Masters in National Security Affairs from the Naval Postgrad School in 85. Many honors. National Security Fellow at Harvard University. Watching him being mutilated by that bug-eyed weakling shift got me sick. I actually got physically ill. And now I know why we can't win any wars. It's because of the cowards, the communists, the Soviets like Schiff, the moles and the boll weevils hidden within the vast bureaucracies of America are being seen today for the bugs that they are. The bugs and the moles and the termites are crawling out of the wood. And you saw the face of them today in the Democrats.
a war hero like McGuire being tormented by Soviet Schiff. All the while, Botox Nancy, the illegitimate speaker shredding our republic, destroying our constitution, making it so that you, even a Democrat man, a feminist man, can now be accused of anything by anybody and destroyed. Is that the world you wanted to live in? Now, have you looked into the lawyers for the whistleblower? I have. I did my uh, research. Spend a little time and look at who the lawyers for the whistleblower are. You'll be shocked to find out who they are. Really shocked. Really shocked to find out one of them is an ex-CIA officer, supported uh, Schumer, worked for Hillary. You're shocked, aren't you? You're shocked to find out what the deep state really is. You know, we're living in a dangerous time. It's a time when our nation is acting like the government did under Soviet rule and like France did during the time of the French Revolution, where all that mattered was not the truth but the accusation. J'accuse, the crowd would yell, and there would be no trial by jury. The people were found guilty by mob rule, based upon hearsay evidence, condemned to death by guillotine. I heard that she heard, that he heard, that someone heard, is all it takes today. Thank you, Feinstein, you've destroyed America. Then the Politburo members who were supposed to represent us will take those words of rumor and twist them to something evil for which the accused must be condemned. That is what is happening to President Trump right now. But more than that, that is what is happening to the law right now. Do you realize that if this were being done to any of us as citizens, any reasonable court would, would throw the case out for lack of evidence? Do you realize that? Do you realize that if you had someone who hated you and brought charges against you in a court of law based upon what he thought he heard or heard he heard from somebody, there's not a judge in America who would let that case unless the judge was in San Francisco and related to Pelosi or Feinstein. But you see, with the Me Too movement, all that has become to matter is an accusation. The Me Too movement has destroyed jurisprudence in America, destroying justice for women and for men. And the Kavanaugh hearings run by the fascist Feinstein broke our system down even further. Someone accused them of something. The supposed witnesses named by the accuser either say they didn't remember it happened or that it didn't happen at all. But Feinstein's Politburo ignored that and declared him guilty. With no evidence, they made him into a sexual predator even though he did nothing. And now what do we have today? An anonymous, secret, hidden, so-called witness can condemn a person without even showing their face. And most importantly, without being subjected to cross-examination. Meanwhile, you have Democratic senators doing exactly what they accused Trump of doing, and they face no consequences. You have a former vice president who bragged about shaking down a foreign government who faces no consequences. The Jacques crowd will not point their fingers at them just at the accuser who must be dragged before the guillotine. Do these people even know that the rest of the world is watching? Do they not know that this weakens our standing in the world as the citadel of hope? Do they not know this is a distraction that prevents us from properly defending ourselves against our enemies? Well, they do know, and they do not care. Because all that matters is to the Pelosi-Feinstein crowd is the hysteria they create, create, and the president they must destroy. Savage. All right, let me ask you something. An emergency strikes. What would you do first? What's your first impulse? 
Well, your answer is probably, oh, I'll run to the grocery store. And where do you, what do you think you're going to find there? Chaos, empty shelves. Great. Well, how do you avoid this? It's simple. You use today to prepare for tomorrow. It's National Preparedness Month. Would you please make a plan I have? I've built an emergency food storage supply. I keep it in a cold closet. And I prepare with my Patriot Supply. They lead the preparedness industry with guaranteed two-day delivery. Disasters don't wait. Why should you? You're going to wait until after an earthquake or something like that? Would you act now and save $100 on a four-week emergency food kit when you go to my special website, which is preparewithsavage.com? preparewithsavage.com. These tasty food kits last up to 25 years in storage and average over 2,000 calories per day. You will not be disappointed. Order one today and receive guaranteed two-day delivery with free shipping to your door. It's better to prepare and not need than need and not have. Please be ready for disasters and what's coming, and please save $100 when you're doing it. Just go to preparewithsavage.com. Preparewithsavage.com. I just watched a little bit of this on television. It's a disgrace to our country. It's another witch hunt. Here we go again. It's uh, Adam Schiff and his crew making up stories and sitting there like pious, whatever you want to call them. It's just a really a disgrace. It's a terrible thing for our country. Uh, they can't do any work. They're frozen, the Democrats. They're going to lose the election. They know it. That's why they're doing it. And it should never be allowed what's happened to this president. And despite that, I think I've done just about more than any president in his first two and a half years in office. If you look, I think you'll see very few could compete with the things we've done for our military, for the economy. He's 100% right, including the right to try law, which I told you about after I came back from uh, visiting with the president, I learned things I did not know because I'm in the media. You think I'd know it all. You don't even know it all. You don't know much of it at all because you don't read any of it because of the vermin in the media. But I want to refer you to an expert on the subject, a man named John Yu. Great man, great professor. Beware of impeaching Trump. It could hurt the presidency. And in his article from the New York Times of all places, an op-ed which I posted on michaelsavage.com, uh, Mr. Yu states some things that I didn't know. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? He takes us all the way back to the past, to the framers, and how they try to protect this nation. And he quotes Alexander, Alexander Hamilton in Federalist 74. And he says, Congressional interference into presidential conversations with foreign leaders would violate Article 2. He writes, an intelligence officer cannot file a whistleblower complaint against the president because the president is not a member of the intelligence community, nor does a presidential phone call with a foreign leader qualify as an intelligence operation. He writes, the intelligence community works for the president, not the other way around. Listen to this now, those of you who have an attention span longer than that of a Kardashian. Beginning with George Washington's 1796 refusal, to provide the House with the Jay Treaty negotiating record, presidents have claimed the right not just to communicate with foreign leaders, but also to keep national security information secret. This all, all the way back to Washington, 1776. Did you know Washington refused to provide the House of Representatives with the Jay Treaty negotiating record? You didn't know that. 
Did you know that Thomas Jefferson even expanded executive privilege to protect national security information against the courts in 1807 when he refused to testify in the treason trial of Aaron Burr? There's an awful lot more in Mr. Yu's article. I recommend you read Beware of Impeaching Trump. It could hurt the presidency. I linked it up on michaelsavage.com. I have the relevant parts of the so-called whistleblower complaint. I don't like secret testimonies. I don't like secret witnesses. It's un-American. I didn't like it when I saw it occurring on the Feinstein, who was a fascist in her heart. In her black heart, she's a fascist. What she did to Kavanaugh scared me because I realized she could do it to you or anyone else. They could make stuff up and destroy you, which is how the Democrats got where they are, which is how they hold on to power. But the whistleblower complaint, which I have read, shows a number of things, which is that there's no direct evidence of anything. It's all hearsay evidence. I'll read it to you from the so-called whistleblower, who I really feel must testify publicly and be subjected to cross-examination. Here is what the so-called whistleblower said. Over the past four months, more than half a dozen U.S. officials have informed me of various facts related to this effort. She says, I was not a direct witness to most of the events described. However, I found my colleagues' accounts of these events to be credible. Oh, do you, honey? You know that uh, one of the lawyers for the whistleblower worked for none other than the uh, former CIA head who hates Trump and tried to destroy Trump and has since dropped off the public uh, uh, radar screen. The July 25th presidential phone call, she says, multiple White House officials with direct knowledge of the call informed me. That's called, uh, what, third-hand information? The White House officials who told me, again, third-hand information, they told me third-hand information. Information. The officials I spoke with told me, she says, again, third-hand. I do not know whether anyone was physically present with the president during the call, says the spy. Uh, there's more to it than this, but the fact of the matter is we're finding out how corrupt and how dangerous this country has become under the gangster regime of Nancy Pelosi. There is no other way to characterize it than a gangster regime. This is what happened in the Soviet Union to ordinary citizens. This is what happens in a dictatorship. You call, you call Trump a fascist, but you personally have never, ever seen him conduct himself in any fascistic way. You're just conducting yourself in a, in a state of mass hysteria. What you're seeing is fascism from the side of Feinstein and Pelosi and Schiff. They're making accusations based upon hearsay evidence. Any lawyer listening to this show would agree with me that there's not an American citizen in this country who, if they were accused in the same manner, would see this case go uh, past it being brought to a judge. A judge would throw it out in the garbage and say, get the hell out of my courtroom to Schiff. He throws Schiff out and probably strip him of his law license. Is there a lawyer listening to me who disagrees? I don't care if you're a Democrat. You know and I know that if Schiff brought such charges against a citizen in a court, the judge would throw him out of the courtroom and probably <clears throat> move to have his law degree stripped from him, that rat bug-eyed bum. How do you feel today? How are you controlling your rage against the Pelosi gang? Savage. Hey, here's a question. How did you sleep last night? Did you spend the night tossing and turning, worrying? Now, look, if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, 
you've got to try a Purple mattress. The founders of Purple are two brothers who have been developing cushioning technology for 30 years on things like medical beds, wheelchairs. Well, in 2016, they finally decided to use their patented comfort technology to create Purple, the world's most scientific mattress. Now, what does that mean? How is Purple different from other mattresses? Listen, the Purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced. Why? Because it uses the brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam that I'm used to or you're, you're used to. No, no. The purple material feels unique because it's both firm and soft at the very same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable. Unlike foams, it's breathable so it sleeps cool. It ends up giving you the zero-gravity-like feel so it works for any sleeping position. Okay, 100-night risk-free trial. You're not satisfied? You can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping and returns, free in-home setup, old mattress removal. You ready? You're going to love Purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text SAVAGE to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to do this. You ready? Text SAVAGE to 84-888. That's S-A-V-A-G-E to 84888. Text S-A-V-A-G-E to 84888. S-A-V-A-G-E to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. What these guys are doing, Democrats are doing to this country, is a disgrace, and it shouldn't be allowed. There should be a way of stopping it, maybe legally through the courts, But they're going to tie up our country. We can't talk about gun regulation. We can't talk about anything. Because, frankly, they're so tied up. They're so screwed up. Nothing gets done except when I do it. And, of course, you realize there are sub-effects of the vandals' attack upon uh, this uh, great nation of ours. The vandal hordes being led by Pelosi are permitting the barbarians to sweep into our nation, destroying us intellectually and culturally, Uh, by the way. I know you don't hear those words. We're supposed to sit here and get on our hands and knees and bow down to people who are illiterate in their own language, who have zero culture whatsoever. But, you know, I'm not one of those people who bow down too easily. My name is Michael, which in the Greek root is Mikael, he who refuses to bow down. I bow only to God. We're entering a dark age of intellectual poverty as a result of the barbarians sweeping over our borders. Art, philosophy, decency itself is vanishing from our nation because of the barbarians sweeping over our borders, being ushered in by the corrupt Romans of our time. There was a great article this morning by Peter Pry, P-R-Y. He'll be on this show in the next hour. I'm amazed we got him. I want to read you a paragraph or two. Nancy Pelosi's impeachment inquiry has no legitimate basis in law or the Constitution. There is not the least evidence President Trump has committed any high crimes and misdemeanors. The only legitimate basis for impeachment in the Constitution. Pelosi's impeachment inquiry subverts the Constitution, recklessly abusing one of the most important powers entrusted to the House. She has mobilized the impeachment power for no legitimate purpose, not to protect the Constitution, uphold the law, or safeguard the institution of the presidency, but for partisan political purposes. 
Pelosi hopes to use impeachment as a weapon to cripple and defeat Trump and Republicans, usurping the power of the American people to resolve political differences through fair elections. Although the Senate will not vote to impeach Trump, elections under the cloud of an illegitimate impeachment are not fair. Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats know this. Their desperate hope is that the impeachment inquiry will give them a decisive advantage in the next elections. Pelosi and the Democrats have shredded the Constitution in their quest for totalitarian power. Mr. Pry joins us on this program in the next hour. Now let's ask you, the listeners, how you're coping with this today. I will tell you this. What if I were just another retired guy with no radio outlet? What if I were just another guy who was waiting for an next vacation in Provence or, God forbid, somewhere else? somewhere in Italy to sit and get drunk in a farmhouse or go on a cruise ship with nothing to do and just get drunk all day long? Or what if I was one of those who just golfed in his retirement and I saw what was going on and I still had my faculties? What would I be doing with my rage today? I don't know. But God has kept me alive and brought me to this point for a reason. He's also given me the outlet of radio and the written word to express my ideas for a reason. And I, I'm starting to see through a little sliver of an opening in the clouds what those reasons are all over again. For a while, I was walking in the darkness. For a while, I was walking in the desert. For a while, I didn't think I'd come out of the desert. You heard it in my voice. You all heard it in the end of last year. You all knew it. You didn't know what was going on. And I'm not here to complain or whine to you about it. But I was in the desert, wandering in the desert. I didn't know where it would end. I was burning up in the sun. I was blinded from the sun. But I'm starting to see why God has kept me alive and why God has kept me on the why God has kept me on the airwaves all these years and why He's given me the ability to communicate. There's a reason for it. Now I want to go to you, the listeners. I want to ask you again. I really want to hear from lawyers who know the law. Brian in Tampa, you're an attorney. Go ahead, please. Yeah, thank you, Doctor Savage. And, and just I might say, God has you shining today because you, you've nailed it. Great totally nailed it with respect to the attack on due process and the various presumptions of innocence, etc. I, I think anybody who's ever been in a court of law and has defended somebody as I have, it, it, it's, it's almost surreal, Dr. Savage. It's Alice in Wonderland right now. I mean, you're, you're looking at someone like Adam Schiff and you're, you're saying, how is he getting away with this? Right. And where are the Republicans on the various committees like Lindsey Graham, who, who always comes in front of the camera and talks a good game, but I don't see a whole lot of pushback. Right him or Mitch McConnell or, you know, any of the leaders who should have uh, President Trump's back, they don't. And what it reminds me of is we're seeing the, the creeping into our, our judicial system. Um, fascism, it's just pure and simple. You look back to 1944 when they had the Schulkort trials after the July 20th bomb plot uh, where there was an attempt on, on Hitler's life. And you had Roland Freisler, who was standing. Oh at my! Go, go on. I know those trials. I've watched those tapes. I've watched the fake, the fake um, lawyers in Germany making believe they were defending, but they were actually attacking and accusing the plotters against Hitler. Oh, it was a presentation for Hitler, and, and they even removed the belts for the various accused because they didn't want their pants to fit, so they would have to keep pulling them up. Well, you're seeing that kind of complete repudiation and rejection of due process. And you've, you've touched the, you know, you've touched But I live in a city filled with the biggest hypocrites on earth. I live in a city of Pelosi's and a city of Feinstein's. Smug, fascists, I live around them. They're the worst people in America, posing as the best people in America. They nauseate me. 
They sicken me. They've stolen my nation. But as a lawyer, I want to ask you a question. If you're a defense attorney, I assume you're a defense or you're a prosecution. I don't know what your specialty. Defense attorney, yes. Defense attorney, okay. If someone you were representing had been accused based upon hearsay evidence and you brought your, the, the case to, to a judge, wouldn't you be able to summarily have it dismissed? Absolutely. In fact, there's clear hearsay rules. There's, there's some exceptions. But, but I mean, you know, and this is hearsay upon hearsay, Dr. Savage. We're talking about a person that says they've heard it from somebody else who apparently didn't quite hear the conversation. They also got hearsay. So not only is it hearsay, it's hearsay upon hearsay. But see, this is all consistent with uh, the destruction of a system that you know has worked pretty well. I mean, but it started in, in 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 grand form with Feinstein's kangaroo court against Kavanaugh, didn't it? Absolutely. That's, That's when I first saw what she was up to. But I know who she is. I've lived here uh, from before when she was a mayor. I saw how dark this woman actually is, and I didn't know that with all her power and all the money she has accrued. She would be this vicious that she would take out to destroy the entire judicial system. And yet, when she walks into a restaurant, they practically get on their hands and knees and bow down to her. These are the new Pharisees. I live around them. You know what I'm thinking of today as I watch this crucifixion of Trump after watching the crucifixion of Kavanaugh? I think of the crucifixion of Jesus, and I think of the Sanhedrin. You know what the Sanhedrin was, don't you? I don't know if the gentleman is still with us. No, I'm, He's still I'm still here. Do you know what the Sanhedrin was that convicted uh, 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 Jesus of treason and had him uh, condemned to death? That's right, yes. The Sanhedrin was composed of, I think, I guess it was 12 or 16, I don't know the number, of senior rabbis in ancient Judea. And it was a majority of them who condemned Jesus without evidence of crimes he did not commit. But there were those who were just amongst the rabbis. They said, no, Jesus of Nazareth did not commit those crimes. You cannot condemn him to death. He didn't do it. It's as though we're watching a reenactment of this play of the Sanhedrin all over again. Would you, would you agree with me that there are only a few just people standing between us and total, the total end of our nation? We're, we're, on, we're on the precipice, and, and look at Comey, or look at McCabe, or look at Holder, or even Obama, or Yates, or, I mean, just go down the list. They've all have clearly called into question their, their activities, and they should probably be prosecuted, or at least some of them are... are but you see, that. sir, I don't want to go back to Comey and, and all of those guys. We know how bad that was. They lost when they tried to kill Trump then. They could not convict him because there was nothing to convict him for. So now they come up with this. Now they come up with a whole fake news story. How does this guy Schiff, who looks like a psychotic madman to me, I can read people. I'm telling you, looking at his eyes, I know he's a schizophrenic nutcase. He is totally crazy without a conscience. How does he sit up there and do this? Well, I don't know. God sees the truth but waits. I leave vengeance to God, as I have said to many people in my life. When I've been as infuriated as I am now, or equally uh, or more so infuriated than I am now, my mind goes to very dark places, extremely dark, negative places. You know, this movie's coming out that shouldn't be permitted to come out about the psycho 
who kills people randomly. I forget the name of it, nor do I really care with Joaquin Phoenix, the great actor. It's going to provoke murder in this nation. It couldn't have come out at a worse time. And, of course, the devils in Hollywood will laugh all the way to their Swiss banks on their G6s. They don't care if they burn the nation to the ground any more than their friends in the Democrat Party do. They burn the nation to the ground to grab power again. They can practically taste the banquets in the White House that they're going to be running if they can get rid of him. They can practically hear the hum of the engines on the 747 of Air Force One if they can only get on it again. If only Hollywood can get control of the White House again, the grand old times will return. But at the end of the day, I'm a realist. And I will say that I think that the sliver of independent voters who are undecided, but more importantly, those who were voting for Trump in the past, who voted for Trump in the last election, but were not sure of him, and we're going to sit this one out, the Eddies and the Ediths I talk about, who are not happy with him on the borders thing, on the immigration thing, or whatever, the budget, big things, big things. Those who said, I'm not voting for him again, I'm not going to vote at all, they're going to vote this time and they're going to vote for him. I think that this insanity of Pelosi has finally tipped the scales, and I think that we're going to see a landslide for Donald Trump because I don't think that that many Americans want to live in a nation or have their children grow up in a nation where there is no rule of law. I'm Michael Savage. I'll be back in a minute. Savage. When the inspector general found that this whistleblower was credible, he was right. Because what this whistleblower said about the nature of that call has been borne out in great detail by the call record that has now been released. So in a very substantial part, this whistleblower has already been found to be credible. Whether the other allegations that go beyond this specific call will be borne out has yet to be determined, and that it will be the subject of our investigation. This whistleblower has given us a roadmap for our investigation. Anyway, uh, who was that speaking, Robert? I don't even know who that That was Rotten Schiff. That was Shiftless Schiff, the man without a country. Again, I want to go back to my opening point. I watched the hearings for a bit this morning. And when I see the admiral, the Navy SEAL, I didn't know he was a Navy SEAL or an admiral. All I saw was a good man. I saw a good man being crucified by a bad man, a weak man, a poisonous man, a Soviet man. I became very angry. And I noticed that the admiral uh, stuttered in a little way. He, he was not as glib as the lawyer who went to Harvard. See, the guy who went to Harvard was very glib. Smooth tongue. Schiff is a smooth tongue operator, isn't he? McGuire is the kind who saves us from our enemies, domestic and foreign. McGuire went to uh, Navy school, went into the Navy from Brooklyn, became a Navy SEAL, SEAL Team 2, Admiral. But McGuire was not glib. McGuire was almost stumbling like a Billy Budd. I watched like a replay of the Melville novel, Billy Budd. Maybe you saw the movie many years ago. Great movie, Billy Budd. It's about an ordinary seaman accused, falsely accused, of a crime he didn't commit. And then set up for a fall, and then he's hung. He's hung on the mast, the main, the main sail, 
on one of the beams, and the whole crew is heartbroken over the hanging of Billy Budd. But the captain whips them back to work and says, get back to work, get back to work. There's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. But the crew remembers Billy Budd forever. My friends, we're re-witnessing history. We're watching the crucifixion of Jesus in a new form. We're watching Billy Budd, which was a fictionalized version of the of the uh, hanging, uh, the killing of Jesus. Do you understand right now we see what, life imitating art or art limit imitating life? The Westwood One Podcast Network. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. It is a heart-pounding day for anyone with a conscience and a brain. Welcome to The Savage Nation. I looked into the lawyers for the secret Soviet uh, spy who is stabbing the president in the back, the so-called whistleblower. I don't like secret uh, witnesses. I didn't like it when I watched it happening in the Soviet Union. I didn't like it when I watched it happening in Nazi Germany. I don't like it when it happened under Feinstein, the, the fascist dictator, uh, against uh, the poor guy who was running for the Supreme Court. I don't like secret witnesses. I grew up in America. I'm classically trained as a liberal arts major, and in all the liberal arts learnings that I had as a youngster, I've never seen anything like what the Democrats have become. They are the fascists that I was warned against. Remember, I was brought up in New York City. I went to Queens College of the City University in New York. It doesn't get more liberal than that. Most of the professors were, I don't know how far left they were. I was unaware at the time. But I read all of the left-wing authors that were given to me to read. So I grew up reading them, and then I went out on my own. I read Huxley. I read Orwell. God knows how many other things I read. I read the 100 great books of the University of Chicago curriculum, which is what the curriculum was at the Queens College for an undergraduate degree. You had, to sp- you had to be literate in two languages, believe it or not, in those days. Can you believe it? Today, most of them don't even speak English. But you had to pass two language exams. I was just a working class. I-, I hate to use the word working class. What does that mean? My father was an immigrant. We worked hard. We didn't have money. Does that define it? I don't wear it as a, a, a halo. I'm just telling you how it is. I wish he had been rich, so I wouldn't have had to struggle so much. But, as you well know, it's the oyster that struggles that makes the pearl. Remember he used to tell me, just to get off the topic for a minute, when he would challenge me all the time. He was always challenging me. He wouldn't give me a minute's peace. <laughs> he was always pushing me. <laughs> he was always pushing me because he knew how tough the world was, having come here with nothing. Came here as an immigrant, seven years old, uneducated. I don't know what grade he went to. Ninth grade, tenth, what's the difference? And he um, began with a pushcart in New York slums. A pushcart, that's who my father began with. From a pushcart to Air Force One in one generation. And it could happen only in America. It could only happen in America. Do you understand that? But the reverse is also true. If you're born into money and wealth in this country, you can wind up with a push cart. You can wind up inside a homeless tent. 
It's all up to you. Do you understand that? But I'm getting far afield. So I went to Queens College. I was raised on classical liberal arts books. I learned all about fascism. I was warned about fascism on a daily basis. I was warned about trial without witnesses. I was warned about trials of accusations. I was warned about the things that I'm seeing Pelosi and Feinstein and Schiff doing right now in my nation. And I'm shocked that the people in the media don't see the bigger picture, left and right. They don't see the bigger picture. How can you have a secret witness in the United States of America? Well, we can have anything after Dianne Feinstein destroyed jurisprudence, after she brought forth secret witnesses. But this wasn't the first time that fascists did it. It goes back to Ruby Ridge. Remember when little Sammy Weaver was killed by an ATF agent, executed at long range with a scope rifle, shot like a deer or a rabbit? Do you remember what Feinstein did then? After the sharpshooter from our ATF executed little Randy Weaver, he then killed the wife of Mr. Weaver, again from a distance with a scope rifle, shooting her like game, like a rabbit. Oh, there were show hearings then. Feinstein ran them. I'll never forget as long as I live when I saw the face of evil. As she sat there, this heartless witch, and she said to the ATF agent who was hidden and protected behind the screen so no one would see the face of evil of Nazism. And she said to him, she gave him leading questions, the killer. She said, so... The gingham cloth that was swinging in the wind prevented you from seeing Sammy Weaver. Isn't that true? Yes, Senator, that's true. I knew we were in the Soviet Union. I knew we were entering a very dark place. Then I saw her again. Kavanaugh trials, secret witnesses, accusations, case falls apart. She's not fired, not thrown off the Senate Intelligence Committee. Then I see Pelosi with all her power and all the money she has grabbed to herself through her office, whatever it may be, legal or illegal, I don't even know. What do I know? There's no newspapers here to do investigative reporting. Ten years ago, there were reports about them. In the then L.A. Times, there is no L.A. Times. The L.A. Times died ten years ago or more. There is no newspaper in San Francisco. Everyone knows that. It's a mimeograph sheet put out by Nancy Pelosi's office or Feinstein's office, whoever's running it when the other one's on a junket somewhere. We have no newspaper. So where's the investigative reporting? Where's anyone to sit here and say, wait a minute now, I don't like Trump. I wish he wasn't president, but I'm a Democrat and I believe in fairness. This is not a trial. This is out of the Soviet Union. Any case, and I'll say it to you again, if you as a citizen, I don't know what your politics are, were accused by a neighbor, a business partner, of dealings and there's no evidence of it and they and the guy says i'm bringing i'm going to sue you in court i'm going to bring it before a court i'm going to accuse you of this i'm going to accuse you of that you're going to say to him good good luck to you go to hell you have no evidence and then he brings a big big brief against you 65 100 pages of garbage which i faced in my life from former business associates who are now living in tool sheds everyone who's tried to destroy me by the way has wound up in a tool shed or destroyed in their own career, not because of me. I've just seen how the boomerang works. I've seen it through my, my whole life. All those who set out to destroy me are now destroyed. And I had nothing to do with it. I didn't lift a finger because there are things going on in the universe that I have no control over. There are mysterious forces in the universe. And I don't know who runs it all. There's some kind of 
guy who runs the whole clock somewhere. The whole clock movement is run by him upstairs. I think they used to call him God. I think they used to call him God. But since God is dead, I don't know who's running it right now. But nevertheless, I'm missing the point, am I not? So here we are. Someone brings charges against you. You know they're false. You hire a defense attorney. The defense attorney takes the case to a judge. I don't care who the judge is. And he seeks to have the case summarily dismissed because there's no evidence. It's it's hearsay evidence. I do not believe, unless it's a judge in San Francisco, that the case would go forward. It would be thrown out for lack of evidence. The fact of the matter is, I remember someone brought a case against me when I was trying to defend myself in a business dealing. You may remember it. It's in the public record. And it actually went to a district court here in the San Francisco area to a judge appointed by Obama, who was the fairest judge I've ever seen. There are judges out there who know what the law is. And my reference here is to the law. Is there a Democrat listening to this show who is an attorney or in the legal profession who disagrees with me? You can't try someone on hearsay evidence. It would be thrown out by a judge. It would be dismissed. But as you see, Schiff is a shiftless man without a country. He has no allegiance or loyalty to America, to a nation, or to any ideals. He has a loyalty only to a party. This is something that we saw before, loyalty to a party above nation. That is something you saw during the Soviet era, which we hopefully will avoid, but I'm not so sure we can. Everything hinges upon the next election. If Trump wins, we have a chance to go along with our lives. Even you rotten Democrats who hate America and think you're doing so poorly, but you've never had it so good. You have never had it so good. Never in your life have you had it so good. So the case would be thrown out, but why is it not being thrown out now? Because it's not a jury trial. This is nothing. What it is, is a crucifixion in the public square. In fiction, Melville wrote about it. It was called Billy Budd. Those of you who grew up with the same literature background that I did, you probably read Billy Budd. You saw the movie, Billy Budd. Billy Budd. Trump is Billy Budd. Uh, or if you want to go back to biblical times, it was the crucifixion of Jesus. Again, the Sanhedrin of Jewish uh, judges. I think it was 16 or 18. Maybe someone could help me. A majority of them. Who? How many was it? 23 rabbis. The majority voted for his crucifixion, said he was guilty of sedition. But there were rabbis who said, wait a minute. No, he's not guilty. Jesus did not do that. Jesus is not guilty. You cannot kill Jesus of Nazareth. Tell me where the Democrats are today who are amongst those. There's only one I saw. And she was the only one who was running for the presidency who was thrown off the stage by the rats, by the evil, by the gangsters, by the thieves, by the brigands, by the worst people in the history of politics called the Democrats. Tulsi Gabbard, as left-wing as she is, and I disagree with many of her policies, just yesterday said an impeachment hearing of this type would be a disaster for America. It would tear apart a nation already divided. Now you know why Pelosi threw her off the stage. Because you're dealing not with a normal set of politicians here. You're dealing with a gang. Remember in China there was a gang of five? Remember those, that era of the gang of five in China run by a woman? Jim, you're shaking your head. Remember we heard about the Gang of Five? Well, right now we have a gang that's thriving. They've never had it so good. And although they're doing better than ever in terms of the money they're raking in, this is not enough for them. Do you know why? Because absolute power corrupts absolutely. Savage.
This is a new low in American history, the thing we're living through under the gang of uh, Pelosi's gang. And that's because of who she is, what her nature is, what her background is, the fact that there's no newspaper investigating her or keeping her in, in check. No one ever says a word about her. And so, therefore, the woman, although she's more powerful than any other politician next to the president in this country, it's not enough for her, that power. The madness has gotten to her. You could see it in the way she speaks and laughs at her own little jokes, that she's a little deranged and drunk on her own power. So we're living through the equivalent of Jacques Hughes during the French Revolution, where all that mattered was the accusation. All you had to do was say you're guilty, and then the crowd would yell, yes, you're guilty, and you'd have the guillotine cut your head off. It's a bad time for all Americans, Democrats, Republicans, non-voters, independents. It has weakened you and your children will inherit a disaster as a result of your permitting this gang, this Pelosi gang, to run roughshod over our Constitution. Jimmy, how did you feel today watching this? How do you feel today, Jimmy, in New York? When I watched that on the television, I wanted to throw an ashtray right through it. I was screaming to the point that I got a pain in the eye, and I said, I got to get out of here because I'm having a nervous breakdown, and I walked South Beach. I walked the whole beach because I couldn't believe the travesty that was going on. And Dr. Savage, let me just say one other thing to you, please. It was Nicodemus who was fighting with Caiaphas, saying Jesus is not a man of sin. He need not to be uh, crucified. But Caiaphas was afraid to let go of his power, his money, and his greed and his control. And that's wow. the Democratic Party, damn it, has turned into. Wow. You said so, so much there that I've got, to re- I've got to reflect on it. I can't just respond. Here's a guy, Jimmy, from New York, who's walking in South Beach, who knows more about the Bible than I do. So the good one was Nicodemus? Yes. And the bad rabbi was Caius? Caiaphas, but Nicodemus went during the night to speak to Jesus, and when he was, and Jesus told him things that Caiaphas knew that only a man of God would know, the Son of God. And when he went back cloaked up and covered, he argued with Caiaphas, do not crucify this man, he is not a man of sin. And Caiaphas did not want to Jimmy, let Jimmy, let me ask you something. You're originally from New York, I can hear it in your accent, you retired in Florida? No, 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 I'm retired in, in Rotten Island over here. In Ireland? Staten Island. I call it Rotten Island. <laughs> oh, you're retired on Latin Island. Yeah. But what do you mean? You, you walked on South Beach. Which South Beach? On Staten Island? Yeah, the South Beach on Staten Island. That's where I was. Oh, I thought you walked on South Beach in Miami. Okay, so now I, I got my uh, geography correct. Well, Staten Island used to be a stronghold of conservative Italians. What happened there? Have a nice day. That's going out the window. But we have certain areas where nobody could talk about President Trump because we're all staunch supporters of him. But people say what they want and do what they want. And everything, every, everything and everyone, damn it, is out of control. And when I Jimmy, what are your friends saying on a day like today when they see uh, uh, Pelosi and Schiff doing a thing like this? What are the boys saying? Dr. Savage, I love you, but the men that I sit around with, the words that they say and what we say, we can't say on the radio. But let me tell you, there's a lot of pots. The, the covers are, are bouncing up and down because everybody's ready to blow a sack. Oh, oh, so that's what I'm getting at. I'm serious. Jimmy, are they at a blowing point? 
everyone I speak to in my circles, uh, staunch some uh, Trump supporters, are out of their mind, livid, almost seeing red. Me too. Everyone I know is ready to explode. Jimmy, I'm not making this up. Why would you? You're the best, Dr. Savage. I, I love you. I love you. I mean, I don't just say it, but I mean it from my heart. I love you. Without you, there is no truth on the radio, damn it. None. I'm tired of the repetitive papagallos. Uh, and when a papagallo is exactly what Adam Shrimp is, a parrot, they just read what's in front of them. He's vacuous. You can, you can, read, men, you can read men pretty good. When you see Schiff, what did you see today in a man? I, I, I didn't see a man. I saw a, a, what do you say, doctor, an empty suit. A weasel. A bop, I, did you see his eye? If you saw a man with eyes like that, what would you say? They're black. There's something wrong with him. The man. Yes, like thank you. That's what we used to say in New York. There's something wrong with him. If we were kids in a school and there was a kid like that, we'd say, you know, there's something wrong with him. That's number one. That's to start with. <laughs> That's how the herd. That's how the herd thrived. They knew. They knew who was right and who was wrong, and who was nuts. It don't mean they picked on him, but they knew who was nuts. They knew not to hang out with him or look at him or, or hang around with him or believe a word he said. Now, now you look at McGuire from Brooklyn, the admiral, the Navy SEAL. What did you see in him? I saw a man, a real man who defends us, and a solid American. And I'll summarize it. What I saw today, I saw the right stuff versus the wrong stuff. Does that work for you, Jimmy? 100%. The right stuff versus the wrong stuff. When I come back in the Savage Nation, we have a great man. You're not going to believe this guy's background, but you will be told about it the minute I come back on the Savage Nation. Savage. morning i saw an article by a gentleman named peter pry i'd not heard of him doesn't mean i you know, didn't know the man the man has a great background in national security and nuclear defense he's a former cia agent and he has a lot to say about the democrats who were once the loyal opposition but they have now evolved into a more radical party he joins us right now on the savage nation dr peter vincent pry executive director of the Task Force on National and Homeland Security. Welcome to the program. Thank you for being with us. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm, uh, I would add I'm a great fan of your show. and I've often enjoyed listening to you. I think you're one of the most brilliant and keenest observers of uh, what's happening in our society. You know, I, I see that in your background in national security and nuclear defense, you work for the CIA. I'm sure you can't tell us much about it. But what's interesting to me is that there seems to be a war now going on between factions within the intelligence agencies, both for and against Trump. Would, would you say that that's a fair characterization? Absolutely. I'm very concerned that, you know, as a person who spent my whole professional life, you know, working in the national security area, and uh, first against the Soviet Union and then against, mm. uh, then against uh, Russia, uh, I'm very disturbed to see the the totalitarian trends affecting our own country. You know, if you look at the history, as, as, as you often have, when you look at historical perspective and you see how the communists came to power and how the Nazis came to power, mm. our Democrat Party uh, has become a totalitarian movement. I mean, it looks uh, very much, in terms of the rhetoric, in terms of creating big lies to try to scare people mm. in the direction of big government and socialism, it's using all the tools and techniques. 
And now, when Pelosi announced this baseless impeachment inquiry, they've shredded the Constitution. Mm. It, I think they crossed the Rubicon there, uh, you know, it, it, away from the last vestige that they might have had some respect for law and the Constitution. And now it's pure, clearly just about a power grab, an attempt to grab power by these trumped-up phony charges. And I would add that I'm even disturbed at, you know, with the, uh, uh, our DNI, you know, that went out on, on trial today in this. Yes. And it looked like a Stalinist show trial. It did. I, I watched Schiff. He looked like a Soviet or Nazi prosecutor condemning a man without evidence. Not only Trump, but the head of the DNI, who was a man a thousand times greater than himself. And yes, and even though he was a man a thousand times greater than Schiff, I was nonetheless disappointed in the per- performance of our DNI, who seemed to be more interested in protecting uh, the intelligence community mm. uh, and the reputation mm. of the so-called whistleblower mm. he was in defending the President of the United States. Mm, I saw that. He would just sit there and let them go on with these hypothetical scenarios, the Democrats yes. with these hypothetical scenarios that are totally untrue. Uh, let them beat up on President Trump and his reputation as if he did anything wrong uh, uh, as much as they liked, but he was much more interested in defending the intelligence community. That, oh, we did the right thing. We sent, uh, we sent the thing over to the Justice Department and mm-hmm. beat up for the reputation of this whistleblower who mm-hmm. clearly is an extension of this coup attempt against the president mm-hmm. the intelligence community. You know, President Trump never cleaned up that intelligence community. Dan mm-hmm. Cohen totally ineffective as the director mm. of national intelligence. Mm. Now, they should have cleaned house, but they didn't. And he's, uh, you know, the, the, the president, unfortunately, uh, you know, has, has not been well served by a lot of his appointees. You know, well, you look, Do- Dr. Pry, you've been inside all of this for years. I'm looking at your background, an intelligence officer with the CIA, responsible for analyzing Soviet and Russian nuclear strategy operational plans, military doctrine, threat perceptions, developing U.S. paradigms for strategic warning from 85 to 95. You've been inside the beast. You were inside the whale. In all your years inside the government, Democrat, Republicans, have you ever seen a gang like that under Pelosi? No, no. They, uh, you know, they, uh, uh, I've seen bias, and I've been watching it over the years move further and further left and become more and more irresponsible. Uh, but we really have crossed uh, uh, a line here where uh, it's, it's, it's what the founders feared. Mm. Uh, you know, we now know that this thing called the deep state is mm. a real thing. And, that, and, and what we call the deep state is what the founders were afraid of, that we would build a powerful administrative state mm. that would become a more powerful actor than the three branches of government that are supposed to be running <laughs> things for us, the executive. <laughs> I, I, tweet, I tweeted that yesterday, that, that the deep state, we now see the deep state exists, and that it actually is running the country, and that they answer to their own rules of what they think is in the best interest of the nation. Yeah. I think that's a, f- a fair analysis. But who is this deep state? Who are they? They're the unelected elites who can't be fired who are uh, most Americans don't know their names. Uh, they are the permanent bureaucracy mm. that is uh, uh, that we only know about because we finally had a president 
who wanted to drain the swamp. And we can see on all of his issues, for example, building the wall, mm-hmm. how he can't get his own Department of Defense, his own Department mm. of Homeland Security, mm. to follow and implement his policies. They come mm. up with all, endless excuses, you know, the, uh, uh, to do it. And the, uh, uh, his, his own hand-picked people, uh, uh, I think one mistake, because President Trump has, didn't have experience in governance, he has this naive idea that if you, you were a long-term senator, you know, who has been in charge of a committee, that therefore you can, uh, you can appoint this person to be, become, to head up, for example, the Justice Department or the intelligence community or, in the case of Pompeo, the, uh, the State Department. But uh, from my experience, because I also served on Capitol Hill as a professional staffer, you know, if you're, these long-term senators are so dependent on their staff Mm. While they may be good as a senator, when you mm. come out of that environment and they're on their own, they're really not capable of doing much of anything. Wow. They're so staff dependent. Look what happened to Jeff. Ha- Dr. Pry, you wrote a great article. Dr. Pry, excuse me, you wrote a great article today, which is how I came to you know have people try to find you, which is incredible that you're on the show today. And I hope you come back again, but I want to keep talking with you for a minute. Have you met. Senator uh, President Trump at any point? Have I ever met President Trump? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, before he became president, I had the opportunity to brief him about my area of expertise, which is about electromagnetic pulse, the threat hmm. man-made or, 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 hmm. or EMP could threaten the country. But I'm surprised that he hasn't called upon a man like you to be running one of these major agencies. Have, have, have you thought about that? Well, uh, you know... I'm a little disappointed myself that I that I uh, uh, that I wasn't called upon to serve in this mm. administration. But let me add this: let me let, before uh, you know, President Trump, when I briefed him and I told him how the federal government, you know, had not done anything about this existential threat called EMP. Yeah. Uh, president Trump said to me, uh, "Don't worry. Uh, when when I'm elected president, I'll knock their heads together and get this problem fixed." Mm. He did issue an executive order on March 26th, that basically he delivered his promise to me. And it's an excellent mm. executive order that, in effect, does call upon mm. the Department of Defense and the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Energy. He knocks their heads together in that executive order. He does do the things he promises. I mean, I the right to try bill. People don't know anything about these great things because of these communists in the media. But I, I want to focus for, for the few minutes we have left with Dr. Vincent Pry right now on the anti-Trump legal team that is representing the invisible whistleblower. I looked at their names and I got chilled at their backgrounds. For example, Andrew P. Bakaj. He was in the CIA. Did you know him at all? No, I I didn't know him. uh, But I I was struck that so quickly this whistleblower got high-ranking establishment-type lawyer mm. okay mm-hmm. yep. uh, associated with the clinton campaign for example mm-hmm. uh you know to, to his defense i mean that sends a clear signal yeah the- where, where do you get the money and the background to hire this high-powered former cia lawyer mr bakaj who by the way once did counseling work for clinton and schumer he also hired mr mark as zaid z-a-i-d oh I- a so a national security lawyer do you know who he is guy who has a good reputation of protecting genuine uh, whistleblowers and has got an excellent re- 
reputation in Washington. But let me say this about, you know, this guy, knowing the people who work in the intelligence community and their attitudes toward things, uh, this guy would never have basically gone and challenged the President of the United States as a member of the intelligence community unless somebody had promised him a golden parachute, unless mm. he knew that he was going to be protected, that he, mm. that he... Once we find out who this guy is, I can guarantee you this person is going to uh, is going to be very richly rewarded by the Washington establishment for what he's done. Because I think that this whole thing was a setup, you know, mm. deep state again to try to embarrass the president. A desperate attempt by the Democrats and by their agent provocateurs who are still within the intelligence community, mm. uh, you know, to try to bring this president down. Do you think that they're going to win? With this, with this witch hunt, I hope not. I, I don't think that this is going to. Uh, uh, what I'm most afraid of, because I think the American people are, uh, I don't know. There are so many low information voters. That's one of the things that worries me. You know, I yes. know he's not. They're not going to be able to persuade the, the Trump voters. I'm, I'm concerned about the low information voters, as they are oftentimes called, which constant, which can constitute the. So guilt by association, you keep telling a big lie often enough, it becomes the truth as Goebbels taught the German people and the world. So the Democrats are practicing Goebbels methodology. First, So the average lower information voter assumes right now, oh, yeah, Trump, he colluded with Russia. We know that. That's what they assume. Oh, yes, he's the one who did this. He's the one who did that. When, of course, he didn't do any of it. So you're afraid that they've already poisoned the well. Well, I'm, what I'm most afraid of is something we haven't actually uh, talked about. But uh, the the way that, um, that 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 Google and uh, you know, as one example, mm. can uh, uh, can manipulate the information mm. that people read because mm. so much many people get their information on the internet way. There's a uh, a uh, uh, to affect uh, the way they're going to vote just by the information they get, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's been pretty persuasively demonstrated, I think, by some independent scholars that uh, that they can swing an election. Now, they didn't try to do this in 2016 because they figured Hillary had it in the bag. Ah. But they're going to come after uh, Trump, you know, with all, everything they've got. Oh, with their with their algorithms, their their Google al- algorithms. Exactly. Look, you're 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 an expert on many things. You worked in the CIA. I can only imagine what I don't know, uh, what I'm not reading <laughs> about you. But I noticed that one of your expertise areas is not only EMPs, but cyber warfare. Yeah, EMP is part of cyber warfare. And uh, 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 the bad guys uh, think of cyber warfare as a combined arms operation. To them, a nuclear EMP attack, for example, is part of cyber warfare. Mm. Uh, uh, Physical sabotage can be part of cyber warfare. These things could be used in coordination. Mm. But in terms of cyber used as an information weapon to try to influence people. It can be extremely powerful. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it, it's demonstrated there's been excellent studies done. In fact, there's even a person who's a liberal Democrat professor who has been going around, I think he's been in Tucker Carlson a couple of times, uh, talking about about how his, uh, about his very persuasive findings. In fact, I, I, he thinks, and I think he's right, that the... Uh, that we lost the House uh, in these recent elections due mm. to uh, to Google using mm. cyber uh, information. Well, Google is bigger than most 
national governments. Google needs to be broken up. Everybody knows that. Trump, of course, has his hands tied by these unfair attacks, these lies, and part of the strategy of Google is to work with the Democrats to keep them off base. As they well know, the best defense is a good offense, so they're keeping this man constantly off base. I frankly don't know how Trump takes it. Peter Vincent Pry, Dr. Peter Vincent Pry, Executive Director of the Task Force on National Homeland Security. Would you come back with us tomorrow where we can go into a little more detail on this current crisis that has been unleashed upon America and the world by the Pelosi gang? I'd like to get into how she's violated and broken the Constitution and how all of us as Americans, Democrats, independents, are now in a whole new world where an accusation can destroy us because she has destroyed jurisprudence. I'd love to discuss that with you tomorrow if you have an opportunity to join us. Oh, I'd be delighted to. I'm a, a big fan of your show and, and, and thrilled to be on The Savage Nation. I guess I should have worked in the CIA when I was a young man. I would have been happier. I don't think so. You believe it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got to talk with you about that. Sometimes I wish that I had been a spy. I, I sometimes think I would have been much happier working as an actual field agent given that I like to live in such a world. But we'll talk about that another time. Dr. Peter Vincent Pry, a great American. He'll be back with us tomorrow on The Savage Nation. Savage. In the minute that remains of this extraordinary day in the Savage Nation history, I will tell you, I've been doing this for a quarter of a century. I've had some great moments. That was one of the greatest moments. I never met Mr. Pry. I saw his article this morning, and I said, we've got to get him on. Never thought we would. We did. We were lucky. We uh, hopefully will have him back tomorrow. Here's a man who worked inside the corridors of the top spy agency of America for years. He's written so many important books, The Strategic Nuclear, uh, Israel's Nuclear Arsenal, 1984, War Scare Russia, 1999, The Long Sunday, Blackout Wars, 2015, born in 1954, and yet most people don't know who this man is. And he's deeply involved in national and homeland security. He's an expert on the, the electromagnetic pulse catastrophe that we've all been fearing. We hear nothing about it. He told us because Donald Trump did something about it. Of course, shiftless Schiff wouldn't let you know that. Well, I'm so happy that we have the Savage Nation audience paying such careful attention to such patriots. I think we can take some sense of relief in knowing that within the deep state, there's a rung of those in the deep state who love America and are patriots. The Westwood One Podcast Network.